0: You're listening to ONCE, Episode 144, Bleeding Through Initial Reactions. Welcome back to another episode of Once, the unofficial podcast for ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis.
1: And I'm Jenny.
0: And whoa, Jenny. Hi. (laughs)
1: Hi.
0: (laughs) Jenny, thank you for filling in tonight. You're welcome. And happy Easter, happy Resurrection Day, whatever you choose to celebrate on this day. Happy Sunday or whatever day you're listening to this as it's probably after Easter and all of that. But thank you, Jenny, for joining us. And thank you for joining us for the podcast. I'm going to tell you in a little bit about a cool new way that we're trying that you'll be able to support the podcast if you'd be interested in that. But that'll be later on. We just finished watching this episode, Bleeding Through. So our thoughts are going to be a bit all over the place, a bit disorganized. and Scatterbrained. Yeah, we may say some stuff that completely doesn't make sense. And
1: we may stumble over our words, which... That could happen
0: that's why this is just initial reactions but thank you for listening now big thing <laughs> I, I don't you seem know,
1: pretty excited
0: well yeah because one of my favorite i've realized i have a favorite character from once upon a time who is it cora really yeah because <laughs> i was so excited
1: that's true
0: when cora showed up in once upon a time in that wonderland makes
1: sense now
0: When we discovered that Cora was the Queen of Hearts. Yeah,
1: that is the name you've been saying most often. Cora.
0: (laughs) Like that, every time I light a candle.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's (laughs) creepy. You need to stop.
0: But it was really cool to see young Cora in this episode.
1: I like young Cora.
0: Yeah, Rose McGowan is the one who plays that. And we had heard something... Somewhere before, a couple seasons ago, or when Cora was killed in season two, we heard something about, well, we could still see young Cora someday,
1: mm-hmm. but... And we did! We did! Ah! Yeah.
0: Awesome to see that. And now we know that the really cool theory that maybe that baby in the woods was actually Snow's baby and was teleported back in time travel and all of the stuff that we shared that theory i think it was from roger in our last episode number 143 or maybe one of the earlier episodes now we know at least that part of it eh, doesn't work
1: Mm -hmm. which has me thinking now how does the the wizard of oz do it see the stuff yeah because he said he doesn't have any powers
0: he has magical items from other people
1: i see so he stole it
0: and in this episode we got to see what it is that zelena actually wants to do
1: Mm -hmm. did that surprise you
0: a little bit because she wants to change the past in one of the previous episodes she said she wants a second chance and we theorized in the podcast that that could not necessarily mean time travel Mm -hmm. that could just mean Starting over, like turning back the clock. We've seen that happen before. Characters' clocks turned back. So maybe it would be something like that. Different scenario, today's time, but everyone gets a second chance in some way.
1: You know what that reminded me of? What? It reminded me of Wonderland. The whole changing the past thing. Yeah. And that's crossing over quite a bit.
0: And that's what bothers me. Is in Wonderland, they said the rules of magic can't-be-broken, the laws of magic, one of them being you can't change the past. And in this episode, we heard that many people had tried to create time travel spells, but mm-hmm. none had actually been cast. Hmm. So it seems like Zelina, from her time in Lost, has discovered <laughs> that she can, in fact, make this time travel spell and here's something though that when we're thinking about the laws of magic this is a thought that i had is that there are certain things just in the realm of science certain things that we say oh this is a law this can't be broken the reason they call it the sound barrier was it because it was this basically a physical barrier that they believed nothing could travel faster than the speed of sound because when it would it would be destroyed and that was a barrier they kept hitting when they would try it and with terrible consequences and so to them at that point it was a law that nothing can travel faster than the speed of sound Hmm. until someone actually broke it by better science so here i can almost accept that they're saying well it's a law up until this point that you can't change the past but with powerful enough advanced enough magic you could but it creates a whole bunch of paradoxes Mm -hmm. time travel is always that way
1: yep and a lot of people won't exist which is unfortunate
0: yeah regina
1: snow Snow, emma
0: emma a lot of things wouldn't happen yeah henry he wasn't even mentioned he wasn't even in this episode you're
1: right Somebody wasn't having to babysit Henry in this episode. <laughs> wow. Yeah.
0: Now, Henry, just stay here. I'm going to go hang out with my friends while we do a little seance. Don't worry.
1: You know, I have a wild theory about Henry I want to share. I have a theory that they are finally going to tell him at some point. And he's going to say, oh, yeah, I knew all along. I was waiting for you to tell me. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. Then, then we would be all you know respectful towards Henry.
0: Oh, and chat room is correcting me. Uh, Julia Portella reminded me that they did mention, yeah, Henry would never have been born. Thank you. They did correction.
1: mention him, but he wasn't in the episode.
0: Mm-hmm. And in the flesh, we we saw Emma getting really good at magic, doing some stuff very similar to what Rumple was trying to get Regina to do, and then Zelina could do better. In a couple previous episodes that we got to see.
1: Yeah, I just don't want to see Emma get power hungry. Mm -hmm. Because that seems to happen when people learn magic. Right?
0: Yeah. Except for Blue Fairy, unless the whole sneaky fairy idea is true.
1: (laughs) I don't think that's true. We haven't seen her in a while, by the way. Blue Fairy?
0: We saw her in a couple episodes ago, actually. She didn't do much, but we have seen her some. So, Zelina's plan... Is go in the past and kill Ava because of well, what Ava did?
1: Um, that was what the good guys thought she was going to do. Which is
0: probably true, since we got to see.
1: It could be. It could be something else. She could have something else planned.
0: Yeah.
1: Something, something less murdery. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe she could uh, make her mother like her more, and there'd be no killing at all.
0: I was expecting to hear queen ava say as they do at (laughs) some point in this episode
1: (laughs) that would have been hilarious you
0: know now this gives a little bit more background to some of the emotions that we saw in the episode the miller's daughter when we first saw young cora because she was this just angry at life young lady with a drunken father Mm -hmm. and she went to the ball and queen ava tripped her Mm -hmm. well now we know There is actually history between those two.
1: So that's why she tripped her. Interesting.
0: Yeah. I I don't... I'm not
1: So that happened before this episode, you're saying... No,
0: chronologically, that, what happened in The Miller's Daughter, happened after the flashbacks in this episode. Speaking of flashbacks, this is the first episode of the second half of the season where we've gone... No, I'm sorry. It's not... I was going to say gone into the past, not just past present <laughs> one year ago mm-hmm. past, but uh, I, I remembered No, we've seen zalima's past much before that but yeah so th- the events in this episode take place before the events in the miller's daughter so this is when cora had her firstborn gave it up went back to her life as a miller's daughter became angry at life and then had this opportunity again but this time it was she met um instead of King Leopold, or Prince Leopold, whom Queen Ava, or Princess Ava, was going to marry, mm-hmm. she instead met the other prince, the man that she was going to marry, Henry Sr.
1: We, we got to see sort of the depth of gold diggery that is in Korra. Like, she's such a gold digger.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and speaking of gold, that was great, turning the straw ring into gold.
1: yeah. Yeah, that was nice.
0: When you know the future, there's irony everywhere.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Before we move on, I want to thank some people who made this episode of One's Podcast possible. Steve Johnson, David Newland, Lisa Slack, and George Farrow. Thank you so much for donating to this episode. Thank you. We really appreciate it because it does cost quite a bit to run the podcast. And there are certain things that we want to do to upgrade the podcast, upgrade the website, the chat room, improve certain things and the forums and stuff. But like everything, well, that kind of magic does come with a price. And so we really appreciate the support. Thank you so much, Steve, David, Lisa, and George for donating. If you are interested in donating, we now have a new option available. Maybe as I've heard from some people who have said, I'd love to donate, but I just can't afford the $10 level. Well, we have a new option available, and that is using the service called Patreon that allows you to be a patron of the podcast where you can pledge to give a certain amount per episode. It could be as low as a dollar per episode or 50 cents per episode, even, but we have certain recommended levels. And we're starting to play with some new options of if you donate at a certain level or more, you get some special bonuses like we'll send you some podcast cards or at a certain level, we will uh, do some cool things in the podcast or have some fun community-based things. So check it out. We'll have a link in the show notes for this episode at oncepodcast.com slash 144 or go to patreon.com slash oncepodcast. That's P A T. R-E-O-N dot com. Like patron, but with an E stuck in there. Patreon dot com slash ones podcast. And if that interests you, please give us some feedback, too, as we try that new system. But thank you so much to those who have donated. You can also go to onespodcast.com slash sponsor to find out more about all of our options. Moving on. Do you think baby Zelina actually caused that tornado?
1: I don't know. It seems so. because it's all green. Yeah. Yeah, but she was a baby. She wouldn't feel, you know, worry, anxiousness. She would just be like, "Wow, I'm just, I don't understand.
0: But remember what happened when we saw baby Zelina the first time, which was just minutes after this, chronologically, minutes after this. She saved
1: her adopted parents from a tree.
0: Yeah, with the whole baby magic. Yeah, Yeah, that's,
1: that's a mystery. And someone in the chat room. I can't pronounce her name. Just mention that. And yeah, that's a mystery.
0: I think she did because it's green.
1: Mm -hmm. and, And that's her color.
0: Yeah. And she's extremely magical unless what we see this green tornado happening. It goes back to Roger's theory that we discussed in a previous episode is maybe Zelina, future Zelina actually caused this tornado to happen that caused The events of the past so by trying to change the past you cause the events that you're trying to change oh
1: that's so complicated
0: yeah but but it it's actually a lot easier than paradoxes
1: (laughs) i think the rules should be something like this i think if you go back you can change the past but you don't lose everything that happened before except for the things that you change
0: ah the alternate reality perspective yeah semi-alternate reality perspective yeah
1: i i don't think i don't think it should be that complicated
0: speaking of complicated we saw a couple or a few really interesting relationships in this episode
1: Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) zelena and rumple oh which oh that was terrible i don't normally hear the spoilers i try to stay spoiler free but there was a little bit of audio editing question that came up and so I heard a tiny bit of Hunter and Jacqueline spoilers from the last episode of One's Podcast, and they do a great job. But it was about this scene, and I heard them saying something about Zelina is just all over Rumple, and their reaction was, ew.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and
0: so when I saw it coming here, I was thinking, oh, no, no, ew.
1: Yeah, but he was just buttering her up to get close enough to grab that dagger. Yeah,
0: clever because he was also clever but you he was preying on her emotions too because she did say in the past well he pointed out that he started to work she loved him but also regina and snow what do you think of their relationship that happened in this episode i think
1: it's awesome to see them starting to work together and getting along and discussing things and understanding that they're connected in ways that they didn't know Mm -hmm. pasts and stuff
0: and seeing regina Protect Snow.
1: That was great.
0: Not just protect her, but say you'll have to go through me. Yeah, even
1: her. even Snow was like taken aback by that a little bit.
0: Even though it was just protecting her from getting a message oh. from Cora.
1: Oh and another relationship thing was Belle and Regina. Like we got to see we got to see got to see like a couple of good no three good apologies in this episode. I would say Regina's was a little rough. Yeah, it was a little rough, but it sure (laughs) was nice to hear Belle stand up to Regina and acknowledge, hey, you did all these horrible things. Why should I help you?
0: Yeah. and It's very real. Yeah, for us as the fans, it reminds us that, hey, we're not just completely moved past us. The characters do still remember all Mm -hmm. of this stuff that's happened in the past.
1: It's refreshing.
0: But also the other relationship, Regina and Robin.
1: (gasps) Yes! (laughs)
0: <laughs> that was cool.
1: Yeah, it was. I'm excited about that.
0: But she doesn't have her heart.
1: She doesn't have her heart, so what's up with that?
0: Well, Snow said something about... You feel you f-
1: things deeply.
0: Yeah, with your whole soul, not just your heart or something like that.
1: Spe- Speaking of her heart, yeah, she's gotten the label of having a resilient heart. And what does Zelina need with, an, with a resilient heart?
0: Uh, and she referred to it as being battered. Too.
1: Battered, yeah.
0: Yeah, why that heart?
1: I don't know. Maybe she needs like a, a strong heart that can stand up to something.
0: It, it could be something about, with uh, Regina's heart being so black as it is, but still being able to love someone, love Henry, maybe that's how she's defining it as resilient, that mm-hmm. someone with such a terrible heart can still love, can overcome the darkness and start to become bright again.
1: What did you think about the tea party? <laughs>
0: <laughs> A little odd.
1: I just want to know why does Charming keep accepting mugs of anything and everything from people <laughs> and just just not even not even think twice about drinking it? Why? Why, Charming? Why? <sighs> Such an airhead. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know a lot of fans who would agree with that. But although Charming is much stronger in this season than he has been in previous seasons.
1: Yeah, just stop accepting drinks from everyone. Stop it.
0: Oh, and did you catch that those were meat pies
1: uh-huh.
0: that Zelina made?
1: I thought they were I did not catch that. But now that you mention that, that that is that is one of Rebel Stilskin's fondest memories of Growing up. Meat pies, right?
0: Yeah, one that only Zelina would know at this point. Probably she's the only one that knows. Because I think it's safe to assume he's never told that story to anyone else.
1: Hmm. About Cora's ghost. How did Regina recognize her mother as a young woman? Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I can come up with was they couldn't get Barbara Hershey, so they had to settle with this woman.
0: Well, it could also be that Regina just simply remembers what her mother looked like when Regina was younger.
1: Oh, that is true.
0: I'm kind of like we both probably remember somewhat what our parents looked like when they were younger.
1: I'm actually thinking about my mom right now. (laughs) Love you, mom. Yeah. I can see that. Cora, young Cora really reminds me of Peter Pan when she said, Um, I must give you away to give you my best chance to give me my best yeah. chance, because that's selfish. It's definitely not heroic. So it reminds me so much of Peter Pan. I forget the guy's name before he became Peter Pan. Do you remember? Malcolm. Malcolm. Yeah.
0: No, that reminds me of Malcolm. Yeah. And also it's the reverse of what Snow and Charming said about Emma and what Emma said about Henry or felt about Henry. Yep. So it's neat to see them using the same lines, but reversing them because this isn't the only time this has happened. This has happened in several other episodes, like with Zelina. uh, And we discussed this in the previous episode, what Zelina said, I give you this sad, sad day as my gift
1: or, uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> I loved that, by the way.
0: So, Prince Jonathan turned out to be like a, a nobody.
1: Do you think his name really was Jonathan?
0: I wouldn't be surprised.
1: I wouldn't either. The
0: first time I saw him pull out that tissue, I thought, oh, come on. That's ridiculous. That, that looks uh-huh. intentional.
1: Yeah, like I kind of thought that as well. When, I, Especially when uh, he proposed to her, I was like, you have no idea who this person is.
0: You're gonna marry someone when you've only known them for a single day? <laughs> I mean a week?
1: Didn't you watch Frozen? <laughs> Cora needs to spend a day with with Elsa. Yeah.
0: And a lot of fans want to see Elsa on Once Upon a Time. (laughs) That would be great. But what did you think of this episode? We'd love to hear your feedback. And you can send that to us by emailing feedback at oncepodcast.com. Put in the subject line, Bleeding Through, so we'll know that it's about this episode. You can also call and leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221, or go to the website oncepodcast.com and send a voice message through the site on your computer or iOS device. We also have our forums on the website, which is a great place to post your theory, get it hashed out, get some ideas with other people, and then send that to us, your hashed out idea, or send us the link to some of the best parts of your theory that you shared in the forums. But we've got so much going on, and if you don't remember anything else, just remember, go to the website, oncepodcast.com. That's where you can get everything over there. Subscribe in iTunes, rate us and review us so you can follow us on Twitter. You can comment on the show notes. You can get everything that we're doing over there. And we've got some awesome surprises coming later on, maybe later this month as well. We'd love to include your feedback in our upcoming full discussion of the episode Bleeding Through. We'll do that episode of our podcast live at 8 p.m eastern daylight time that's gmt minus four at four—at slash live on april 23rd wednesday we always do the podcast live on wednesdays at 8 p.m eastern time so we'd love for you to join us and hang out with everyone else in the chat room big thanks to those who joined us tonight for the live show and there are too many people to thank in the chat room but thanks,
1: thanks everybody i say it loudly because there's so many
0: please connect with us on twitter at once podcast and each of us individually i'm daniel j lewis on twitter at the ramen noodle
1: and i'm jenny and you follow me at twitter.com slash jenny's nook
0: and until next time i can assure you i'm not here for the boiled peas <laughs> and thanks for listening Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Big thanks to our sponsors for this episode of Once Podcast. If you'd like to sponsor an episode with either a one-time or automatic ongoing donation or a new Patreon campaign, go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor.
1: But I love boiled peas.